Welcome to the Miami Valley Church Podcast. We're so excited that you are here with us. We hope that you are challenged and inspired by what you are going to hear today. We'd love to have you join us online Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at miamivalley.org. If you love the Miami Valley Church Podcast, subscribe to our channel and leave us a comment or rating in the Apple Podcast Store. Now go, love the valley right where you are. Good morning, this is Pastor Jed, and welcome to Miami Valley Church. We are a community of people who want to get the good news of Jesus Christ out to this valley and all over the world. But instead of doing it our way, we are asking God, how would you have us to love and share Jesus right where you place us? The first step in doing that is by trusting the Lord and doing good. As this valley and as this world are desperately looking for hope, we want to point them to Jesus, not to make ourselves or even our church name famous, but to make Jesus known. That's who we are. That's what we are about. And we are so glad that you are here to join us. Good morning, Miami Valley Church. My name is Pastor Tim Cox, and it is my joy to be one of the pastors at Miami Valley Church. And it's my joy to welcome you and the church that's meeting in your home to the church that's meeting in my home today as we gather together all across this valley, from states all across this country, and literally from countries all across the world to worship together as Miami Valley Church. I'm reminded every Sunday that every Sunday is somebody's first Sunday. I was reminded of that last week as the first time a guest online uh, responded to the email and to the text message that we gave them the opportunity to respond to. And they even got online and gave financially. And that just encouraged my heart. So if this is your first time at Miami Valley Church, we just want you to know it is our church's heartbeat to make Jesus known. But not only last week did we have somebody give for the very first time who was a first time guest. I also received an envelope in the mail and this card was in the envelope and it simply says, Pastor Tim, in closing a historic memento I came upon as I was cleaning out an old file. I took the NBC giving envelope as a sign that I was to give an additional gift to the Trust the Lord and Do Good Challenge. Please find my check enclosed. And inside of it, they gave uh, me this envelope that was from over 20 years ago. That's right, a giving envelope from over 20 years ago. And as you look at that, I just want you to be reminded that over the course of our 29 year history, logos change, uh, methods for the way we do things change. 29 years ago, who'd have known that we would have been doing church online? Logos change, methods change, but the one thing that never changes is our message. Our message very simply is this, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, lived a life of perfection, died a death on a cross, and rose from the dead so that you and I can have life, more and better life than we've ever had. And every Sunday that we gather, we want to listen to His voice. And so we're going to ask you today, the last Sunday of January, to be reminded that this is the last Sunday you can give to the Trust the Lord and Do Good Challenge. We've been looking at an opportunity and prayerfully trying to raise $50,000, $50,000. And we said that 50% of it will stay right here in the Miami Valley to help us go local and, and trust the Lord and do good in this valley. 30% of it's going to go global because we have a desire to follow Jesus and be obedient to what he told us to, to take the gospel to the ends of the earth and to let people know about Jesus. And that's more important now than ever. 30% will be used to go uh, global. And then 20%, we just want to always be ready to listen to God's voice 
do what he says to do. And we don't know what he's going to speak. We don't know what all of 2021 holds. And so we're going to hold 20% back. We promise you that it will be used in ministry to help make Jesus known. And so how do we do that? We do that by trusting the Lord and doing good. In fact, today, Pastor Woldridge is going to continue the teaching series through Psalm 37. Our verse for the decade, Psalm 37, 3, trust the Lord and do good. And over the first month of the year, we've been looking verse by verse through Psalm 37 of how we're supposed to do that. We're supposed to trust the Lord and do good. We're supposed to delight and desire ourselves in our, in our Lord. We're supposed to um, commit and trust Him. And today, Psalm 37, 7, Pastor Woldridge is going to wrap up this series showing us one more way that we trust the Lord and do good. In this card that I received this week, very simply at the top, the person that wrote it to me said, Hebrews 3, 7, and 8, listen to God's voice. That's what we're asking you to do today as we continue to worship, as you listen to the music, as you listen to the words that Pastor Woldridge has to do, listen for God's voice and respond and be obedient. Father God, I ask you in Jesus' name that we would all hear your voice, that we would respond in obedience, that we would each take a step and know how we're to trust you and do good. Father, help us to know how you want us to love and share Jesus with this valley in the world as we listen for your voice today. In Jesus' name, amen. Some holy songs gives a pleasure to our flesh and our mind. But godly songs, it will give strength to our spirit. So because our God is the spirit, we worship the Lord with the truth and the spirit. Let's all worship the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. right into the teaching today. If you have your mobile device or your Bible, go ahead and pull them out right now as we are going to be looking at Psalm 37.7. If you are physically able, would you go ahead and stand this morning to hear the Word of God? I'm going to be reading the same uh, verse, Psalm 37.7, out of four different versions. 
So let's go ahead and let's listen to the Word of God and what He has to say to us. First, I want to look at the New Living Translation. It says, Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for Him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. The King James Version says it this way, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. The Christian Standard Bible says it this way, Be silent before the Lord and wait expectantly for him. Do not be agitated by one who prospers in his way, by the person who carries out evil plans. The last one we're going to look at is the message paraphrase. It says, Quiet down before God. Be prayerful before him. Don't bother with those who climb the ladder, who elbow their way to the top. Maybe you've seen this week on our social media. Go ahead and uh, be seated, by the way. Uh, Thank you for, for standing in the presence of God as we hear his word this morning. But maybe you've seen this week on our social media uh, at my Miami Valley, uh, that I would really like you to have a piece of paper, whether it's an index card, a post-it note, sticky note, whatever it may be, I really want you to have something to write on today because it's going to be very important as we hear the Word of God together. So if you don't have an index card, a sticky note, whatever it may be, a piece of paper and a pen, go get one right now. Go ahead. I'll give you some time. Uh, maybe you've also seen on our social media this week about some upcoming things that are going to be happening at Miami Valley Church. If you don't follow us, uh, go ahead and follow us. It's my Miami Valley. I'm excited for the things that are upcoming just this next week. Uh, we got some big things uh, planned, some big things uh, coming up. And so I want you uh, to be able to see those. Uh, I want you to be engaged and get connected. And that's one of the ways that you can do that is by following us on social media so that you are up to date, so you are engaged and connected. Another way that you can be engaged and connected is by email. Every single week, Miami Valley Church sends out uh, an email each week uh, letting you know everything that's going on, what's happening, uh, ways to engage, ways to get connected, ways to serve, and uh, resources for you to grow in your faith uh, with God. And so if you are not getting those emails and you want to be on that list, go ahead and email start at miamivalley.org. And uh, just say who you are, your email address, and we will get you on that list because we want to get you connected to God and we want to get you engaged with people. And so go ahead and do those two things today if you are not. But all right, if you haven't, if you haven't got it right now, please don't burn me this morning. Go and get that piece of paper right now. I promise you it's going to be so important as we listen to the word of God today, the truth that he wants to speak to us. And so go ahead and get that piece of paper, that pen, whatever it may be, and go grab that right now. If you have that and if you are ready, here we go. We're going to dive right in. Do me a favor. Write down the top three things that are making you worried. Write them down right now. Uh, Maybe it's politics. Maybe it's job. Maybe it's relationships. I don't know what it is, but go ahead and write those down on that piece of paper right now. What is robbing you of your joy? What's keeping you up at night? Maybe it's not three things. Maybe it's one thing. Maybe it's something very specific. Would you write that down right now and keep that close because we're going to keep referencing it all throughout the teaching. And so just go ahead and do that for me, please. Uh, Maybe you're Maybe you're writing that down right now and you're just thinking this thing, it's too small. God doesn't care about it. Uh, God is, is too big for the situation. This thing is just, uh, no one cares about it. No one, no one hears me. No one sees me, what I'm going through. And it is just stressing me out. Or maybe you're in the opposite camp. Uh, God is just, God is too small. This thing is way too big. I've been praying forever and I don't see any change. Nothing could ever change this situation. Write that down and hang on close to it because we are going to see as we go through Psalm 37, 7, 
exactly what God wants to speak to each and every one of us. God, I pray right now over uh, the listener who is hearing this, God, who is uh, getting ready to hear your word, God, as they have just written down uh, the things that are stressing them, the things that they're uh, worrying about, the things that are robbing them of the joy uh, right now, God, that you have before them in life, uh, the things that are keeping them up at night, Father, the ways that they are fretting. Uh, I pray right now, God, that they would just be still as they come before you this morning, God, and hear your truth about who you are, God, and who they are. Father, I pray that they would be moldable. God, I pray that they would just be pliable, uh, that they would be soft, God, as you want to uh, just do things in their life, God, and the things that you want to speak to them. Father, we are excited to hear your word today, God. And so we just come before you quietly, God, and rest in your truth. God, we love you so very much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret in their wicked schemes. I want to break this down into four uh, areas, four different parts. And so the first thing I want to look at is be still. Uh, one version said rest. The other version said quiet down. Be silent. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. As far as being still, I am not good at this. Do I have anyone uh, with me in this camp? I'm just not good at being still. If you're watching online, would you go ahead and just comment? Give me a thumbs up. Give me a me too. Uh, something along those lines because I am just not good at being still. This is an area where God is constantly teaching me, constantly pouring out grace, pouring out mercy, and showing me his patience with me uh, as I need to just be still, as I need to rest, as I need to quiet down and just get into his presence. And so looking at being silent, I want you to look around at everything that's going on right now. Look at our environment that, are, that we're in, our culture, our society that we are in. You don't have to look far. There are so many distractions constantly fighting for your attention, constantly just trying to grab your time, uh, trying to make you worry and stress and even more. And that's why I have uh, you uh, wrote uh, those things down on that piece of paper. Make sure that they are close to you. Make sure that you have them right next to you as we hear God's word today. And so I want to ask you a question. How is your quiet time with the Lord? Are you, are you getting quiet time with the Lord? Are you making time to spend quiet time before the Lord? When is the last time you got before the Lord and were just silent? Can you answer that honestly? When's the last time you got before the Lord and you were just quiet? I've heard the complaint over the years uh, numerous times. I am just not hearing God speak to me. And we know as followers of Christ by his word uh, that, that just two of the ways that God speaks is, is through his word and through prayer. And so I, I want to ask you today, are you getting into his word? Are you spending time, intentional time in prayer? And maybe you're not hearing him because you are not being silent in prayer. Maybe maybe you're going to his word uh, just looking for something instead of going in listening. And maybe, um, as I said in prayer, you're going into it and just talking. That's one of the complaints that I hear over the years is I'm just not hearing from God. And so I'm, I'm wondering this morning, how are you at being quiet before the Lord? When's the last time you got before the Lord and you were just quiet? Friends, I want you to see that prayer is not just us talking and telling God about every one of our problems. God knows them, and we, we are to communicate that to him and come before him. But friends, prayer should be uh, like a conversation with a friend. Prayer should be uh, a, a back and forth conversation. So we need to allow him to speak. Are you being quiet and allowing God to speak into your life? And so I have a challenge for you today. 
uh, tomorrow, February 1st, would you mark it on your calendar? Maybe maybe you're gonna uh, do a calendar invite to yourself. Maybe you're gonna mark it on an old school planner. Maybe you're gonna put it up on a calendar uh, in, your, in your home somewhere, on a sticky note, uh, put it on the fridge, whatever it may be. Would you make time tomorrow, Monday, February 1st, to spend intentional time with God? I don't, I don't know, maybe it's a minute, maybe it's five minutes, maybe it's an hour. I don't know uh, what it looks like, what your schedule looks like, but would you just make intentional time to spend with God? Please, friends, this is going to be so important to make intentional time with God. Like I said, make it make it a priority. Like you're going to meet uh, someone who is the most important person in your life right now. You would not miss that moment uh, for anything right now. And so mark it on your calendar, whatever you have to do uh, to get into that that moment with God and get into his word. Maybe you're new uh, to um, a relationship with God. Maybe you're new to the Bible and you don't know where to start. Friends, I would encourage you to start in the New Testament. We call them the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. That's going to be near the, the, the back of your book of the Bible. If you don't have a Bible, would you reach out to us either by texting uh, the, the number below or reaching out to us at Start in Miami Valley? We would love to get you in contact with the Word of God. We would love to give you that resource today as a free gift to you. Uh, but friends, just make that time intentional to get into the Word of God tomorrow. And so here's, here's something else. If you want to go even farther with that, I want you to see once you've made that, that time, that a lot of time to spend with God, you've marked it on your calendar. Uh, you're from, from right now, from this moment right now until that time tomorrow, I want you to see everything that's going to fight for that time with God. So maybe you've marked out 9 a.m. tomorrow, or maybe you've marked down uh, noon on your lunch break, you're gonna spend time with God. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's after work. And I want you from right now till that moment, to see everything that fights for that exact moment. And then even maybe you get to that moment with God, I want you to see everything that's gonna come to your mind as you're trying to spend time with God. Because friends, you are gonna have distractions coming at you and it's just, I want you to see every single thing that's that's fighting for your attention, the way that the enemy is trying to distract you and get you out of that time with God because God is wanting to speak something to you. And so I wanna ask you, how is your time with God? How's your quiet time with God? Are you getting before him and are you getting quiet? Uh, it's interesting, as I um, was preparing for this, I was reading an article uh, from November of 2019, so literally a year before the election even happened. It said 56% of adults said the 2020 election is already a significant stressor in their life. 56% of adults, this is a year before the election even happened, said it was a significant stressor in their life. They were already worrying about everything that was gonna happen. So as I look back over this year and everything that has happened, wow, wow, can you imagine what that percentage would be uh, if we got to go back and look at that study again to see how, how that has just, uh, impacted their life, the way that they worry, the way that they stress. Maybe it's what you have written on your note card today. Maybe you are stressing and worrying about that. And I just want to ask you, how has worrying about that over the last year, how has that done for you? How has that changed uh, the situation at all? Let me ask it to you this way. Have you brought that before God? Have you brought uh, anything that you are worrying about in the political uh, season before God? Have you gotten quiet before God and allow him to speak into you? Or are you just talking about everything that you are worrying about? And I'm asking you, how is your quiet time? As we look back in the Bible, uh, we see um, back in Exodus, the Egyptians are chasing after the Israelites 
right? Moses is leading them out of Egypt and uh, the Egyptians are chasing after them and they are right up on them. And uh, the Israelites can hear them coming. They can hear uh, the, the wagons coming, the, the spokes of their, of their wheels coming right after them. And they're, they're hot on their tail. And I just want you to see right here, they're panicking. They start playing the what if game. They start, they start playing the uh, what if this happens? And then what if that happens? We should have done this. We should have done that. And they start panicking. They start worrying. They start stressing. But watch what Moses tells them. He tells the people in Exodus 14, 14, he says, the Lord will fight for you and you have only to be silent. How is your stillness today? The second thing I want to look at is in the presence of the Lord. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Have you forgotten uh, who you are in the presence of? As you get into this time tomorrow, I want you to remember who is inviting you into that time. See, we think of it as we are going to make time for God. We are going to get intentional about getting into time with God. But he, friends, is the one who is inviting us. Don't, don't forget that he as we go back through uh, Genesis, we're going to be starting in Genesis just next week. Dr. Cox is going to be leading us all the way through the Bible, and we're going to be starting in Genesis next week. And we're going to see that God was there in the very beginning, friends. He is the one who laid the very foundations of, of the earth. And so I want you to remember who is inviting you into this time with him. It's not us that's setting the, the, the time or date. No, it's him inviting us into a real love relationship. And so I want you to think about uh, the way that he is already aware of your situation. He hears you, he sees you, and he knows exactly what you are going through. Have you forgotten that the creator of all is inviting us into a relationship with him? Maybe you're new today and you're just getting introduced uh, to God in the Bible. And I'm so glad that you are here with us to join us on this journey. And I would love to get to know you, get to speak with you. And I want you to see uh, the name that he uses here uh, in this passage. It says, in the presence of the Lord. Now you'll see that it's, if you're, if you're reading your Bible along with me, that it's capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. As we go through the Bible, you'll see uh, different names of God. It's, it's all one God. It's the same God, but he uses different names of himself to describe himself to us. And so sometimes you'll see capital L, lowercase r, lower, or lowercase o, lowercase r, lowercase d, but this time it's all caps. It is his personal name. As we go through the Bible, uh, some of the names that God uses to describe himself uh, is strong one, God Almighty, the Most High God, the Everlasting God, and all of those are true. But friends, the, the name that he gives us in this verse is his personal name. Check this out. Exodus 3.14, God replied to Moses as, as he's calling Moses uh, to be the one to lead his people out of Egypt. He, he comes to him and says, Moses, you are the one who are, who's going to lead these people out of Egypt. And Moses is like, uh, okay, great, but who should, who should I tell Pharaoh um, sent me? Who's, who's the one that sent me to come do this? And, Mo, and God replies to Moses in Exodus 3.14. He says, I am who I am. He says, say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say this to the people of Israel, Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me. It's his personal name, Lord. And do, uh, as pastor has been asking us as we go through Psalm 37, the question just keeps coming up, do you know him? Friends, it's hard to get in the presence. It's hard to get uh, still. It's hard to rest. It's hard to trust in one that you don't know. And so I want to ask you today, 
do you know him? The third thing I want to look at is to wait patiently. It says, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. How's your patience today? Go ahead and look back at your note card today and the things that you have written down. How is your patience with these things? Maybe it's at work. Maybe it's in a relationship. Maybe it's in your your home. How's your patience with the ones around you as you deal with these things that you were worrying about, that you were stressing about, that you were losing sleep over at night? How is your how is your patience? I'm looking back over last year, and uh, it wasn't intentional. Uh, I you know didn't plan on it this way, but uh, when uh, probably back in April, May, when everything started shutting down because of COVID-19, my family and I decided that each and every week on our days off, we were going to go take a hike, and so we went to a new park. Uh, each week we would go there, we would take our girls. Uh, those of you not familiar with me, I have a beautiful wife, Bailey. We have two girls who are under the age of five, so you can imagine everything that we had to pack to get into that uh, hiking. You know, I mean, as you look in the pictures here, you may not be able to see it, but we had snacks that would last us uh, probably through winter if we were to get lost on any of these trails, right? Uh, but as as I look back on that, I see how God was showing me patience, right? You hear all the questions with with two girls under five, you know, are we there yet? Where are we going? Why are we going down this path? I'm hot, my legs hurt. Uh, where's the car at? When are we gonna turn back? Why can't we go down this way? I don't wanna go down this way. And I just see, uh, looking back over that, the way that God was showing me his patience for us as we go through um, this journey together, this adventure together, these paths together, as he is leading us his patience for us and each and every day, the way that he extends grace, the way that he extends mercy and shows patience for us. When we say, God, I don't want to go down this way. God, I want to go that way. God, why are you leading this way? I want to go that way. And each and every day we get to see that we have a choice, our way or his way. Friends, we see it all throughout Psalm 37. We see that we can we can go this way and we can fret and we can worry or we can trust. We can fret or we can worry or we can delight. We can fret or we can worry or we can commit. We can fret or we can worry or we can be still. We can fret or we can worry or we can be patient in his presence. We can wait patiently in his presence. Friends, we have the choice and that's what we get to see as we go through uh, Psalm 37. The fourth thing I want to look at today is for him to act. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Part of trusting him is believing that he is going to act. And I want to ask you today, have you forgotten that he is going to act? Literally, while I was putting this teaching together, a friend called me and asked me to pray for his aunt who is dying right now. She's in a hospital. They're getting ready to bring in hospice. And I, I told him, absolutely, I'll be praying for you and I'll be praying for your family and her as you are going through this. And literally, the next thing that he said to me was, I am so thankful for our friendship that I know that I can come to you, that I can bring this before you and know that you are working on the other end of this conversation. And so as I hung up the phone with him, I got into prayer and I came before God and literally that exact uh, sentence came out of my mouth. God, I am so thankful for this relationship that I can bring this before you, a holy God, and know that you are actively working on the other end of this conversation. Wow, what a picture. That's the God that we get to come before, to know that he is actively working on the other end of our conversation with him. I want you to look here, the the, the very last um, verses of Psalm 37, it says, the Lord rescues the godly, 
He is their fortress in times of trouble. The Lord helps them, rescuing them from the wicked. He saves them, and they find shelter in him. The Lord rescues. The Lord helps. He saves all actions. Are you waiting patiently in him? Are you believing that he is going to act? Look at that promise. I can imagine that some of you today are wrestling because you've been you've been praying that prayer maybe over the situations that uh, you wrote down on that note card today. You've been praying and you've been asking God, God, would you work in this situation? And you're just not seeing it. You're not seeing that situation change. And so you are starting to believe that that He is not going to act because you haven't seen it. You've grown you've grown impatient. You are not um, coming before Him and being still. Uh, in his presence. Look at Isaiah 64, 4. It says, For since the world began, no ear has heard, no eye has seen a God like you who works for those who wait for him. Oh my goodness, what a promise. I am so thankful for the relationship that I that I have with him, that I can come before him, bring these things before him, and know that he is actively at work on my behalf. And all I have to do is come before him and be silent and wait patiently for him to act. Friends, as we trust the Lord, uh, we are to trust the Lord and do good. We are not to trust the Lord and go to sleep. No, he calls us as we are waiting patiently on him to do good, to be active in his work that he is calling us to do while he is actively working and as he is going to show us the things that he is going to show us. And so I wonder how many of you have grown impatient? Don't don't forget that his timing is perfect. As we are, are waiting patiently on him, he is going to show us things that we would have never seen before. As we wait patiently on him, he is going to show us paths that we have never seen before. Uh, as we wait patiently on him, he is going to show us at just the right time because God's timing is always perfect. Do you believe that he is going to act? Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about the evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Let me leave you with this. As God has been putting Psalm 37 on our hearts, uh, we have been praying the prayer, God, how would you have us love and share Jesus with this valley? And so I want to ask you a couple questions. What if it took an entire decade for us to get that answer? What if as we were trusting the Lord and doing good, that answer didn't come immediately? We didn't see a situation change immediately. But what if it literally took a decade for him to give us that answer? Friends, what if it took uh, beyond 2030 for us to get that answer? What if it wasn't us, but it was our children or our grandchildren who got that answer? Would you remain faithful to rest in him and to wait expectantly for him to act at just the right time. We can fret, we can trust. We can fret, we can delight. We can fret, we can commit. We can fret or we can be still. We can fret or we can wait patiently on him to act. Friends, do you trust him today? Do you know him today? Are you being still in his presence, in the presence of an almighty God, in the presence of the name that he gives us, his personal name, Lord? Do you know him? Do you trust him? And are you waiting expecting that he is going to act. Father God, I pray right now, as we have heard your word, God, 
that we would just be moldable, that we would be pliable, that we would be soft uh, to do the things that you are calling to do us to do, God, to just come before you and to be still, knowing that you are fighting for us, God, knowing that you are actively working on our behalf on the other side of this conversation. Father, we just love you. We thank you uh, for your word today, God, that we can come to today, God, and just hear your truth. God, as we have written down the things that uh, we are worrying about, maybe stressing about, that are robbing us of the joy, God, I pray that we would shift our focus off of those things, God, and on to you, God, that those things that we've been walking around with, God, uh, would just become less and less important in our lives, God, and that you would just be the center of every single thing, God. We love you so very much, God, as we've been uh, praying this prayer, God, how would you have us to love and share Jesus right here where you place us, God? We just want to remain faithful, uh, to just come before you, to be still in the presence of you, God, your personal name, Lord. God, uh, I pray that you would just be Lord over our lives, God, that we would just give you um, that lordship over our lives, God, and just wait patiently uh, for you to act, believing and trusting that you are working on the other end of this conversation. God, we love you so very much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What an incredible word we heard today uh, from God's word through the message Pastor Woldridge brought us, and it comes back to that question, doesn't it? Do you know Him? Most important decision you can ever make is to make sure that you know Jesus Christ. In fact, in John chapter 17, these words of Jesus are recorded. It says, and this is eternal life, that they might know you, the one true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. There are a lot of other things out there that say they're the way back to God, but we know that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the lie. And you know him by putting your faith and trust in him. And we want to give you that opportunity today. If you don't know him, you can know him right now as you give your life to him. Uh, maybe you'd like to pray a prayer like this. Nothing magical about these words. But if this is the desire of your heart to know him, you pray this prayer with me. Father God, uh, I know that I want to know Jesus. I want to have a relationship with him. I believe that you sent him. I believe that he died on the cross and three days later rose from the dead. I don't understand it all, but I know that I want to know him. Come into my life, Lord Jesus, so that I might know the one true God and you, Jesus, that he sent. Father, I pray for those that have another decision to make today that know you, that are listening to your voice. May they take the step of obedience that you call us to take as we hear from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you made that decision, you can see on the screen now the ways that you can respond. We want to walk with you. You can respond to us by email, start at miamivalley.org, start at miamivalley.org, or you can text uh, or Jesus, text Jesus to the number that you see on the screen. And you text and we will respond because the most important decision you can make is that you know him. Will you know him today? Give your life to Jesus. That message never changes. <laughs>